Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's going on, everyone? I'm Magically Average. That's Frank Furter. This is Baka Bites, and today we are starting by congratulating Studio Ghibli, Hayao Miyazaki, and the entire team for their Golden Globes win for Best Animated Film of the Year. That's right, The Boy and the Heron. If you did not know, won the, uh, the a- Best Animated Film at the Golden Globes this past weekend. It is, there's a lot of accolades that come with it too. It is the first ever Golden Globe win for Hayao Miyazaki, the first ever for Studio Ghibli, the first ever for G-Kid, and it is the first, I have to get this right because I know people are going to like skewer me, for saying it's like the first foreign anime film because it's technically or the foreign first foreign animated film because I don't think that's technically correct. It is the first film not produced in or not originally aired in English to win or like originally non English produced film to win. So okay, yeah, because you had last year uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio right. and that was made in Mexico and right. the United. States. Exactly, yeah. I think there was another year where, like, a French studio won. I can look it up while you continue the intro. I, yeah, it doesn't matter. But regardless, that is the that is the accolade. Uh, so huge, huge shout-out to the entire team that worked on that. And so today's episode, we're going to take a look back at the Golden Globes over the past, like, five-ish years and just reimagine what the awards could have looked like if more anime films were nominated um we i going through the list there are some years where we had a very strong animated movie list of competition and other years where it was downright doggy doo-doo so mm-hmm. you know 
Yeah, feel like you it's got your ups and downs. You yeah. got you, you to take the good with the bad. But what we noticed, though, going through the animated movie list, Frankfurter and I, is that anime films have been nominated very sparsely. Before this year, there were only two other years where animated movies were nominated. Because the, the animated movie category is relatively new-ish for the Golden Globes. I think it's only been around since like 2004. Six. Six. 2006. So in terms of all the categories for the Golden Globes, a fairly new-ish category. So, But out of ever since 2006, the however many, 17 years? I can do math. Um, the 17 years that, the, that this award has been around, anime films have only been nominated four times. Um, one of which, the first one was... Um, 2018. Yep, with Mirai. I always pronounce the name wrong. Not good. Um, yeah. And then you had Inuo last year. And yep. then obviously you had The Boy in the Heron this year, as well as Susan May's Door that got nominated this year as well. So. Yeah, I think they've just, it. I think it they've shortened it to just Susan May. Because I believe yeah. it did come out as Susan May closing doors but or locking doors. But now it's, they've just like, that's kind of silly. Let's just. <laughs> Let's just boil it down to Susan A. Yeah. Well, my wife and one of our friends, we were talking about animated films, anime films coming over to the U.S. in theaters and how, for some reason, they are very hesitant to bring over the exact name or, like, the exact translation. The Boy and the Heron being, like, the most blatant. The most blatant. Because it's not even a translation thing. It's like a... People don't know what how do you live means, so we're going to just name it the boy and the heron. Why? There's a boy and a heron. Makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> yeah, just don't let don't make Americans think too hard. It hurts them. Um yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of other examples too, like a lot of Ghibli films that come over that like are their names are slightly different, but obviously the boy and the heron's like the most glaring of them yeah. all in terms of name differences from japanese to english but um but yeah so we had two this year which is fantastic i love the picture i saw on twitter yes i'm still gonna call it twitter i don't care of harrison ford and the chair i was like that was great <laughs> such which adorable is funny picture because the, i mean they were well was harrison ford in suzume i don't I? I don't know i i i did not think he was i watched it in no. english too he was not he yeah. was not I don't know why he was uh, holding the chair. Because I did see that. I did see that photo. I was like, he definitely wasn't in <laughs> Suzume. And I don't think he was in The Boy and the Heron. Maybe he's just a fan of Suzume. He might be. Yeah. But he, he does have the face. I love Harrison Ford. I, I, I enjoy everything that he's in. He did have the face when he took that picture of like, I don't fucking know what this shit is, but I they gave me a chair. I don't know. <laughs> like he had, he, you could tell that someone just put this into his hands and he went, what the fuck? And then they're like, smile. And he's like, eh. that, or he just like saw this chair. Why are people taking pictures <laughs> with this chair? I guess I'll take pictures with this chair. Yeah. If it, everybody was, it, was, doing it. it was a cute picture. I love seeing Han Solo yeah. on a chair, but That's so damn funny. But yeah, we're going to go through now from 2018 to 2022 all of the animated movies that were nominated as well as the winner. We're going to add some of the anime movies, the list that I put together of what I perceived to be the probably top anime movies to come out during that year and see if they could match up to the rest of the list. So this is not us being homers and just being like, anime is the best. It can beat everyone. Like, we're going to be fair about it. 
Yeah, because looking at 2018, um, yeah, well, right we, you can. Bat, as I say, you can get into 2018. Yeah, so 2018, uh, your uh, nominees were Spider-Man Into the Universe or Spider-Verse, which is what won. Yep. Incredibles two, which was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Isle of Dogs, which I it's such a just like Touching. it is a blind spot for me. I really wanted to watch that movie, didn't get to go see it. Mm-hmm. Mirai, which it was fine. It was good. It wasn't incredible. It was yeah. good. And then Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. <laughs> a fine list. I would say that Incredibles 2 or Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, well-earned for those two nominations. The other three, eh. Like, yeah. Mirai, okay, sure. I know people love Isle of Dogs. Great. Wreck-It Ralph 2? Maybe not. But looking at the list of anime movies that came out in 2018, and these are movies that came out in theaters in the United States, you had Mary and the Witch's Flower, which I saw in theaters. I thought it was good. Not great, Mm -hmm. but good. Um, Attack on Titan Part 3? No, we're not talking about that. Digimon Adventure Try? No. Mind Game? Never heard of it. Mazinger Z Infinity? Don't know it. Digimon Try Again? Nope. Lou Over the Wall. Now, this is a movie that I, has escaped me as well. This is one that I keep seeing clips of or posters or still pictures of. I'm just like, I really need to go watch this movie. Mm-hmm. But Lou Over the Wall, I feel like, was one of those movies that could have been nominated because I do see a lot of love for it. Um, but then the other two larger ones other than Mirai that came out that year that weren't on this list were fireworks which i saw in theaters and i was not a fan but it did have a lot of marketing behind it um so it, it got butts and seats um yeah i don't think it would have been deserved but it was the other high profile movie of the year and then the one that i saw in theaters i absolutely loved and then i just it it was so under the radar there was no marketing for it and it was such it's like after seeing it it's like hands down this should have been nominated and that is the night is short walk on girl yeah we've done a review episode for that movie which i highly suggest going to watch but that movie is just from beginning to end a delight and it doesn't stop there's no breaks for just like okay let me catch my breath it's like one point to the next point to the next point to the next point and one joke to the next bit to the next joke to the next bit like that movie goes at a breakneck pace but it 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 doesn't feel like you don't feel like you're missing anything because of the pacing though Mm -hmm. so i think that that movie should have at least been nominated especially over mirai um mirai it i'm gonna be honest it probably got nominated because of the director um who's mamoru hosoda i love his works this is probably one of my least favorites by him um but yeah to me still spider-man into the spider-verse it would have probably won in my book. I think that that movie, not only was it a great movie, it really pushed animation forward. And I think it did a lot for animation that I was just like, this was a groundbreaking movie. So I I still think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse deserves it. I would put The Night is is Young Walk-On Girl, or The Night is Short Walk-On Girl, right below it, just a smidge, because of how incredible that movie is yeah i'll just add a couple others too because we're going to include streaming service movies as well partly because Mm -hmm. there is there are movies on this list that were exclusive to streaming services when they came out um so the two the two others that are remaining 
that again, I, I feel like you could make an argument, but to your point, I don't think they would ever break through this list, even though Wreck It Ralph's on there. <laughs> so yeah, we'll take also, that with the two greatest. note. Yeah, two note. Um, the list for the Golden Globe nominations, same exact list for the Academy Awards that year, and Spider Man oh. did win that year. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder, so I have I both that... lists. I have both lists pulled up. I'll I'll be going between the two, and we'll we'll talk about it. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, the other two I want to mention that came out in 2018 are I Want to Eat Your Pancreas and Penguin Highway. Ooh, um, okay, both of those I have not seen. I I gave I Want to Eat Eat Your Pancreas to my younger sister as a Christmas gift because she had it on her list, and I think it emotionally just like. <laughs> scarred her for life but yeah I, i'm reading it so i have the like omnibus or the full basically collection of i want to eat your pancreas yeah. it's just one singular volume um it is uh it's a you i don't want to go through it quickly because i feel like i would be emotionally distraught and wrecked and need to have like a week recuperation period um so I'm, it's a it's a slow roll with me there but I've, I've I've only ever seen and heard amazing things about it, so I do think that you could make an argument, but based on the list, probably wouldn't crack the nominations. Um, and then Penguin Highway is just one of those cute ones that had like a huge cult following. I think when it came out, I still see clips of it like from time to time. Um, yeah. But again, it, it definitely not to the point where it would even be on people's radars for nominations I don't think, yeah i don't think it would be nominated but i think it would get like a you know if there was a secondary like yeah. list it would probably be on the secondary list yeah all right so moving on to 2019 and you can correct me if i'm wrong with any of these two because you have the full list i've got my choppy notes have, in front of me yeah i just have the list of um like theatrical anime. releases yeah anime yeah. that were in theaters as well as the Academy Award and Golden Globe Award Perfect. List. I'll add in my little notes that I took prior. But, yeah, so for 2019, Golden Globes, you have your winner, which is Missing Link, which, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember this movie. I don't either. I, it, when I, I read well, it, I was like, what the hell is Missing Link? Okay, from the poster, I know of it. I don't know what it's about. I don't know who's in it. Describe I don't know the poster to me. The what? poster has, like... It's like, you know how animation, they do like the teeny tiny legs and just giant torsos. It's like those type of people. And then there's like, I don't even know what type of animal it is with like a little cowboy hat who's like tipping his hat. Um, like, I don't, yeah, it's not a monkey, but it's Sounds not like a Sounds like an Yeti. AI made poster. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> okay. is this. Yeah, I'll All agree right. this. I'll read this and I'll figure out what creature this is. <laughs> All right. Do I don't that. know. Oh, it's a Sasquatch. Oh, but <laughs> well, okay. That makes sense with missing link Sasquatch. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure. familiar with it, but regardless, that was your winner that year. Um, I, I'm sure it got a lot of flack because 2019, I think is probably the strongest year for, in terms of animated movies. You have frozen Two, how to train your dragon, the hidden world, uh, the Lion King, what they considered live action, but just CG. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Toy Story 4. Um, yeah, and then the Academy Award list is completely different. I could imagine, because I... How did Miss... Uh, whatever. And by completely different, I mean there's two There's two differences. There's Toy Story 4, How to Train Your Dragon, and Missing Link. The other two is I Lost My Body and Klaus. So... 
interesting that Frozen 2 was not nominated for an Academy Award because of those five, from what I've seen, which were The Lion King, Toy Story 4, and Frozen 2, I'd give it to Frozen 2. It, it had its body. Yeah, I I will look into this, but it looks my... like it's an international. It's a French film. Oh, I don't know. So okay, but yeah, that that was your list it in Toy Story Four one. Toy Story yeah. Four one. I mean, yeah. it probably got a nice backing of nostalgia bomb since it had been a while since Toy Story Three. I think right, it'd been it'd a good amount been... of time. Four, eh, maybe we'll see. Yeah. I Frozen 2 was good. I don't think it deserved to win. Uh, it was it was 9 years. Yeah, that's what I thought. Frozen 2, I I honestly didn't think Frozen 2 deserved to win. But regardless, um I'll start with my little teeny tiny list first. And I could be wrong with one of these, but this is what I found online, so uh Yeah. You know, I trust the internet wholeheartedly, you know. No. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm about to put a little bit of a damper on your um list from 2018. Both I Want to Eat Your Pancreas and Penguin Highway were released in theaters in 2019. Oh, they were theater. Okay, so they were theatrical releases in the U.S. in 2019? Correct, which okay. if that's the case, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas definitely should have been on that list. Yeah, okay, so if we just shift everything up. Yeah, the list I found were the releases of the films. It didn't, it didn't like, categorize based on theatricals, so. It could have also My just bad. been, like, releases in Japan, because they definitely get it at least I, minimum I, six months before I we do. Put I put anime... Right. US release, but could be wrong. Oh well, regardless. Um so right. my, my list might be a little Akotako. Um so correct me if I'm wrong. Twenty nineteen, <laughs> we'll I have Children of the Sea, which was uh it's one it's on my list, I know. I it's I don't think it deserves to be in the list, but in terms of a anime movie, I think it's it's a very solid one. That was uh, 2021 for theatrical release. That was 2021? It took two years to come out in the U.S.? <laughs> Good gravy. All right, maybe I just leave the, the anime releases to you, and I'll talk about them. All right, well, sure. check this one. Promare? Was that yeah, in? Yeah, that was 2019, baby. I All love right, that Promare. movie. Okay, Promare. I saw that movie in theaters. Yeah. I well, Studio my Trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, unless it's like a huge studio, you're not going to get in theaters for at least six months. Right. Yeah. So with Promare being a trigger movie, like if it is trigger or Ghibli, you're going to get it within six months. Yeah. But anything else, it is a toss up. And then the last one I have, which I, I assume based on the director, this would have been mm -hmm. in movie theaters this year. But again, I, I could be wrong. Uh, Weathering with you. Ooh, um, I, I don't. I have it as 2019. Oh. It could be 2020. It is January 15th, 2020. Ah, okay, so it missed the window a little bit. So, yeah, which right. I saw that one in theaters. I'm going to leave you. Yeah, you have so, mixed feelings about it. I know. You you have always considered okay. weathering with you to be just kind of average. Yeah, it was fine. Like, yeah. it, I, I feel like because I was riding such a high with your name, um, with, I mean, it it is my favorite anime film. Uh, on top of, like, yeah. yeah, like, I love Ghibli Ghibli. Uh, Castle in the Sky, which we will be coming out this Friday, our review of it, yes. is my favorite Ghibli movie. I still like your name a lot more. I know it's basic. I know it's vanilla. It is just a movie that gets me every single time. It I is one of those movies. I don't think there's an issue with that. I like. I know this is probably a controversial thing to say, um, which I'm at this point sure. used to saying. Uh, 
I I tend to differentiate anime films between like Studio Ghibli and like basically every other anime film I watch because Studio Ghibli films are their own genre at this point. Like when you think anime, when I when someone says I love watching anime films, I think of things like Your Name or Weathering with You or you know any of them. Goodbye Don Don Gleese, yeah. Yeah, Tatami Galaxy. I'm looking at my cheat list. Bell. Anyway, like any of those movies that are you know just different stories, different styles, different directors, and then. When people are like, I watch Studio Ghibli films, I'm like, well, okay, yes, that's that's their own category. Yeah, like they're they're more art than they are film. Well, and Studio Ghibli films are, or if we're being real here, they're more directed towards like that weird, awkward age of like not like a kid kid, but not like nine a, to fourteen. Yeah, like not like a real teenager yet. You're like in those in between years. Yeah, you're so, a teeny bop. Right, so you're like it's. The 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 audience the target audience for Studio Ghibli films is so weird, especially now since like adults, people our age and older also love them dearly because you know we've had them since 1988 or so, 1986 I think it was the first Something actual like Ghibli film for Castle in the Sky, the first film to come out from Ghibli, not Hayao right. Miyazaki's first, but um, so the, that's kind of where my brain goes is when I hear like anime films, I think of all the ones that kind of we're going through. And then those are very distinct from Ghibli films. They're kind of, they're in their own unique buckets. I'd agree. No, I, so, I, I don't know if that's controversial. I would actually agree. And I'd take yeah. it one step forward and say Ghibli films are more personal works of art rather than they are film. Yeah, like they, it's it's so hard to critique and criticize and judge a Studio Ghibli film for the fact that it is very artsy and it is directed towards, as you said, like a age demographic that we are no longer a part of. Right. But um, I mean, we can still appreciate it, but it's not. It is more art. It is very personal to the director and to the writers. It's not something that you know is supposed to be for us. Right. So, uh, yeah, I would agree and just take it that little step forward. But yeah, yeah twenty back to twenty nineteen. Yes, go on with the with the anime list. So we have yeah. our we have our pretty, I would argue to be fairly stacked, Golden Globes nomination list. Winner, winner, yeah. winner. Probably more to argue there, but nominees fairly solid. Fairly solid, but yeah, you had um, Promare, as we said. Yeah. Uh, Penguin Highway, as we said, yep. I want to eat your pancreas. But on top of that, we also had, um, I mean, we had a One Piece movie. We have, like, all the, like, hey, these are animes, but we're making films for them. Yeah, like, like Dragon Ball. Fate, have, there was, like, a Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball movie. Fate, yeah. yeah uh, One Piece, etc. There was a Konosuba movie this year. Um, yep. But, and also Don Machi, for that matter. That was, I remember that <sighs> movie. Um. But yeah, like movie-wise, you also had uh, Oko's Inn, which I didn't. I wanted to watch it. I love the like little poster for it. It looks adorable. Didn't get to see it. Um, but I know it, it's reviewed very well, mm. and I think that that probably could have gotten in. But I think I want to eat your pancreas just for how critically acclaimed it is. I think that should have gotten in. Yeah, with the with the nominations. But yeah. be, again next to no marketing for that movie i didn't even realize it came out otherwise i would have gone to see it because yeah it, it's just 
the other downside to anime movies in the United States, they're usually only out for two days. Like there's a movie yeah. out today and tomorrow, the the Great Pretender. It's only out for two days and then it's gone. And, and then next week, it's you not have even the, near me. <laughs> yeah, like... and then you have the next two weeks following this. You have the um, Gurren Lagann movies out in theaters, which mm-hmm. I'm going to see both of those, assuming it doesn't snow here in Texas and everything shuts down. The whole next state Monday. collapses. And no kidding. But um, yeah, <laughs> like to me, the the really the only movies that stick out on this list were Promare, Okozin, and then um, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. Like those yeah. three are the ones that stand out. And I really only think that Promare or I Want to Eat Your Pancreas would get a nomination. Promare, yeah. probably less for the fact of how batshit crazy it is but also it, it is a fun movie but let's let's call a spade a spade it's batshit crazy um so i think that you know for oscar bait and golden globe bait i want to eat your pancreas should have probably been nominated here yeah i i will i will say something too in in just kind of reviewing the animated movie list since it's mm-hmm. since its original creation as a category it seems to me and this could just be my jaded view i i don't really hold award shows to any sort of level of like true accolades towards movies. I, like, and again, I, the boy in the heron one rightly deserved, right? Just, it, it was an absolutely incredible movie. But if you go through the list since 2006, like you see movies on there and you're just like, it, like this had to have been because the studio was like, we put so much money into this and advertised so heavily. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, the miss, like Missing Link, again, me personally don't know it, and it's, it's great that an outside movie won against this list, but, like, The Lion King, I'm sorry. That movie was not good. It was, it was like, awful. It was, it was atrocious. downright awful. I took my wife, who loves Disney films, <laughs> to that. And she fucking hated it too. She was like, "This is this is awful." Yeah, this she is, she would be the baby crying, but it was just because of how bad it was. Like, oh, dude, yeah. I was the baby crying because of how bad it was. <laughs> but there, I mean, there are a lot of years in which you have movies that you just look at and you're like, "I did not think this was good," and it didn't. No. De- it doesn't deserve to be. But again, it's it's an award show. It's it's a popularity contest. We get it. So yeah. That's why that's why we're going through and adding in our own little twists. So yeah, I yeah. agree. I I do believe like a movie like I want to eat your pancreas. Oh, sorry. Let me continue my thought though, because I got sidetracked because I got so angry. Okay. It's weird that the animated films are like this, but you see other categories where less heavily marketed movies get nominations and win sometimes. I remember, and I still have not seen this movie, so I can't obviously say whether it's good or bad, but I do remember it had to have been when I was in college. This is probably seven years ago. And I don't think, I don't know if it was the Golden Globes or Academy Awards or whatever, but I remember there was a huge hoopla because Birdman won the award and people are like, what the (laughs) fuck is a Birdman? (laughs) Funny enough. I actually watched that movie that year. <laughs> and, no, I, I, I've, I've I heard. used to be very into movies, and I, I remember watching that one. It's it's very good, but it I, I think that one mostly won based off of its technical merits. Right, um, yes. It, it, that was like the first instance in which I remember 
being like, oh, okay, so this is like a movie that deserves it. It's not it's not just because it has the best rating or made the most money or or had the heaviest cast in it in terms of like just star power, right? It like it just deserves it. Cool. Okay. And then you started to see it a little bit more as the years had progressed. And I was like, okay, things are changing. But you look at the animated movie list and I get it. They're there it's 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 a kids category at the end of the day. All right. We get it. It's it's yeah. for kids. It's not gonna be you're not fucking comparing how to train your dragon the hidden world and the whale i like i understand but at the same time animated movies have a purpose and a place yes and they've evolved greatly over the years and so i do think that that should be reflected in the types of movies that are animated or nominated and win and we i mean thankfully we saw it this year with the boy and the heron and suzume which is a good sign I just yeah. hope that this isn't like an isolated incident and then we get another like five, six, seven years of, you know, nothing, even though we've got stellar movies coming out still. And then you have like Hayao Miyazaki being like, I'm back again from retirement. Here's my final, final, final one. And then that one with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he's like, then that movie wins. So I, I just, I want. This is all just to say I hope this is a trend moving forward that we're finally looking at animated films the same way we look at motion pictures, like other motion pictures yeah. out there. Because it, it, it does it does deserve to showcase the animated films that do truly deserve the award. Right. So I'm and, getting I'm and... stepping down from my soapbox now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yes, and we are moving on to the year 2020, the lovely year of COVID. Um, this year oh, for the Golden Globes, your nominees were Soul, Crudes, the New Age, or The Crudes, A New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, which I'd never fucking heard of, and then Wolfwalkers. I, which, I'm looking get, at the poster for Wolfwalkers. That looks pretty neat. Wolfwalkers was the one with the the girl who can transform into a wolf, right? It's uh, uh, I think it was a probably. Netflix. I think it was a Netflix original. Uh, Apple TV Plus. Sorry, I knew it was one of the streaming services. It's the streaming one. Yeah, yeah I clicked no, into that, it. Yeah, I, no, it looks. I had seen from this list the fucking crudes again. It, uh, just yeah, stop. Um, <laughs> Soul, which one? Absolutely Thank fantastic. God. Absolutely fantastic. It was underappreciated. I people complained about it like when it first aired, 
and I'm like, this is lovely. This is great. Oh, I, I, I love thoroughly I love, enjoyed this. I um, love music, and this was yeah, right up my alley. Same here. Onward, also a fun adventure one. Love that. If you like if goofy you like as D&D, hell. If you like D and D, you'll like Onward. Yeah. Honestly, it is just yeah. a very good D and D movie. And then Wolfwalkers, truly. This year would have been a pretty, pretty close competition between Wolfwalkers and Soul for me because my wife and I watched Wolfwalkers when it first came out and we were blown away. Like yeah. the story, the animation, the the soundtrack, the sound, like just everything about this movie was absolutely stellar. Like could not believe it. And honestly, I didn't hear a peep from people when Wolfwalkers aired. Like I'm sure there was the few memes on social media about furries or whatnot but uh <laughs> like this movie this movie deserved way more attention than it than it actually got so yeah this was yeah. A, that that is this is a list that i can appreciate again the crudes fuck off but you know everything else <laughs> understandable so, so your academy awards list is the same except take out the crudes and add <laughs> Oh, oh no it's gonna be like it's gonna replace shit with vomit what is it <laughs> a sean the sheep movie farmageddon it's the it's the claymation what the fuck is the guy's name with the, you remember the old claymation with the guy who has just like the penis head what is his fucking name what oh well wait you're, you're not talking about uh wallace and gromit wallace and gromit it's <laughs> he doesn't have a penis head what are you talking about Dude, you get rid of the Come ears. On, he's got a dick We've got to hide the body. <laughs> yeah, when he's smiling, get rid of his There's ears. He's got cheese penis. and crackers. Gromit. But anyways, yeah, a Sean the Sheep, the, the movie <laughs> Farmageddon Good was nominated in 2020. But to be fair, I love Wallace looking and at the anime. <laughs> I do. I did as a kid. I love uh, Wallace and Gromit movies are great. But looking at the list of 2020, again, COVID year. Yeah, yeah. not a lot out there. Right. You had Weathering With You, Violet Evergarden, Eternity, and the Auto mem- uh, Memory Doll, Ride Your Wave, which I heard was very good but didn't watch. Yeah, I've uh, heard A too. My Hero Academia movie, Violet Evergarden, the movie. So mm-hmm. you got the proper one. Lumpen the Third, the first, which I've watched this movie very underappreciated. I don't see anybody talking about it. I Granted, it's a Lumpen the Third movie, so you're going to get just the same layout as every other Lumpen the Third movie. But this is the first time they did it like as all CG, and it 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 was really good in my opinion. I think it did very well. Okay. Um, and then the last but not least, you had a Fate Stay the Night movie. Of that list, you can make a, a an example of Violet Evergarden the movie. I still mm-hmm. have yet to see it. Ride Your Wave and Weathering with You. Me personally. I mean, you replace the Crudes with any three of those. Yeah. I don't know anything about Onward to say, or sorry, no, Over the, Over moon, the moon to say, yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about it to say, like, get rid of it. It could be a very, very good children movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think any three of those could have replaced the Crudes, and then I think that would have also, any three of those could have also replaced a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. <laughs> I'm so I just want to say a Shaun the Sheep movie yeah. over and over again. I'm so glad I have you here too, because my list is like so far off from what okay. I have in 2020. Yeah. So for, you, for my 2020s, because I'm, I'm genuinely interested now, because they likely came out way later week? because of COVID. Fuck no, I didn't have that. <laughs> That's no, next year. <laughs> we're not talking. Oh, God. I didn't know. That's no, the, the ones from 2020 that, again, so apparently my list, apologies, are the one 
the when they aired in Japan or when they were originally released in Japan. So my list right. is is off. So whatever. But for 2020, I had Josie, the Tiger, and the Fish. That's 2021. A Whisker Away. Uh, which don't see that one. Yet. Might be way long. I've only ever seen it on streaming services. I never. I cannot recollect yeah. a time yeah. where it was ever advertised for anything beyond in, streaming. Not in theaters. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and then another one, which I also think was only streaming, but is I absolutely adore. This is like to you with your name. This is my anime movie equivalent because it's it t- like can I, it has can a I special place in my heart. Huh. Can I take a guess as to what movie it is? Yes. Words bubble up like soda pop. Yeah absolutely adore this movie it has it is so wholesome beyond what it should have ever been like like i i i could imagine a time back when i was an awkward teen and be like good god this is basically what i went through to some degree and mm-hmm. i i just i love that piece to it it is it is a movie that i would go watch again and again and again because it is just a ton of fun yeah, that one never came out in theaters as well, so it's not the, on this list. Yeah, I assumed as much. I only again, I only remember Whisker Away and Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop coming out through streaming services. So again, that was so probably then, just due to COVID times. But yeah, um, but Which okay. I think so that regard- that movie came out what last year in streaming services in the United States. Yeah, that was the first time I had seen it. At least, yeah, makes sense. So, Anyways, continue. Sorry. Um, no, I was just gonna say even even with my complete bias for Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. Um, and I haven't seen it, but know through reviews and just online feedback about the movie that Josie, the tiger and the fish is also an incredible film. I still don't think any of those plus the ones that you've named that actually did come out in theaters in 2020 would break through wolf walkers onward or soul. In my opinion, I, I, I you could replace any of them with the crudes cause the crudes again, fuck off. <laughs> Um, but I, I just, I don't think they crack those, those three, the, and this is, again, this is an example of like a list being fairly, fairly diverse in my opinion, in terms of like the style and stories telling of films of animated films. Cause like last, last year, 2019, you have frozen Two. Okay. How to train your dragon. Okay. Lion King. Okay. Toy story. Okay. All heavily marketed, just you know, chuck them through the grinder in a in in one of the big studios, and it just pumps out a you know cookie cutter film. Great, slap a nice big logo on it, get some big voice actors on it, and you're good to go. 2020 with Soul, with Onward, with Wolfwalkers, kind of broke that mold and showcased very Art. unique. In- yes like films that embody what it sh- what the animated movie category should look like. Yeah. So it was a good it was a good break from the last the previous 2 years. So that's it was good to see. Yes sir. And All guess right. what? We're moving on to 2021. Did you yeah. want to go through it or Yeah, I can go like... through it. Go for it. Yeah. So for 2021, we have our winner with Encanto, which is a Disney film, Disney film. Yeah, not not yeah. not it is not Pixar, but it, it is, is not Walt Pixar. Correct. Animated. Yep. You also had uh, Flea, Luca, My Sunny Mad, which I've never heard of, 
and Maud, my sonny Maud. It's a um, Czech Republic or Czechoslovakian movie. Okay, hmm. interesting. And then uh, lastly, you had Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, pretty weak, I would say, by by yeah. by most standards. Um, no surprise that Encanto won. I it's a good movie. I don't think it. Again, like with the anime that we're going to be going through, I don't think it would have won it, truthfully. But compared to the other four, none of which I've seen, and yeah, only like two I, I know of, so, uh, <laughs> it should have won. So oh I have a funny story about one of these. So um, lay it out. Encanto. I have not seen Encanto all the way through. My wife has it on, and I usually come in like halfway through the movie, or I start it at the beginning and I fall asleep halfway through because she puts it on when we're falling asleep. We don't talk so about I have not seen Bruno. all of Encanto. Yeah, we don't talk about Bruno, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Luca, I have not watched all of Luca, but I did the weird, awkward, I'm on the plane, my phone is dead or something, and I don't have a charger and I don't really have the headphones to listen to anything on, like, in front of my screen. So I'm watching Luca on somebody else's screen. <laughs> like, you know how you watch somebody watching something? Like, yeah. that was me on the plane one. So I just, I watched the majority Wait, of Luca so that was, way. Was, but this person was watching it on their own airplane right. monitor? Yeah. So you could have just turned it on on your own. Because it wasn't like you could hear it. I, the just, flight was already halfway over. There was about an hour left of it. So I was just like, like there was an hour left of the flight. I was like, well, I'm not going to finish this movie on my own. And I've already seen about half of it. <laughs> so I'm I just might as well just watch. join it with this stranger. Yeah, exactly. So they won't mind. <laughs> they I don't just, know. I just imagine, were they in front of you or were they like kind of next yeah, to you? It was, it, was, uh, it was like an aisle to aisle situation, just looking across the aisle. Like oh, down you're looking one across row. the aisle? So like, it was okay. Down so a yes. it, was, it was the row in front of me. No, no, no. It, I was in the window seat it was the row in front of me just the middle seat i was just walking so, on there so you're like kind of in between the chair like you're like excuse, just excuse lean me. back against my chair just looking in between the two just like hey. like perfect view <laughs> excuse me could could you just rewind like real quick just super I fast blink. i didn't catch that last part <laughs> and the guy's like what the fuck yeah no um yeah so i've seen kind of luca um it was <laughs> you've "Quote unquote," seen some of the movies on this list. Yes, exactly. No, uh, I I have not fully seen any of these movies, but um. But yeah, so because, what were the anime ones that came out at least in twenty twenty one? Well, first off, the yeah, there is an important movie that is not on this list that is on the Academy Awards. So Encanto oh. won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Yes, but also nominated were Flea, Luca, Ryan, The Last Dragon, which yeah, those all check the same. But instead of my Sunny Mod, you had the Mitchells versus the Machines, which, in my opinion, was yeah, the best. Yeah, you won't, you won't stop talking about this movie. That movie is fantastic. But, again, 2021, COVID year. Pretty small lineup here. You had Earwig and the Witch, which is in a monstrosity. Good, good God, don't touch Nobody, it. Nobody, no, yeah. No. You had that. Children of the Sea, which I've heard decent things about. Yep. Josie and the Tigerfish, which probably could have gotten nominated if it had any sort of mark. Yeah. Um, and that's it without it being like a tie-in to an anime. The biggest anime tie-in movie this year, though, famously, Demon Slayer. Yes. M Mugen Train. That yeah. came out. I'm honestly which, surprised that that was not nominated. I, I was going to say, outside of your repeated opinion on this movie... 
um, yes. you are very much so in the minority in terms oh, of the larger 100%. in terms of the larger audience. I, I do agree that that movie it, it is quite a surprise. I forgot it came out in twenty twenty one. It is quite the surprise that it was not nominated. It's probably I, because it it came out for like a week at max. Yes, and it was near the last part of the year. So I feel like yeah. because late it maybe missed a cutoff and then the next year just didn't get nominated i don't know i will say though that i mean again we as we noted at the beginning of this episode only four anime films have ever been nominated for this category um it would have been a shock for a serialized anime well manga slash anime turned movie to get a nod I think. Yeah. But out of all the ones that had come out up till this point, I think Demon Slayer had the best chance given the the notoriety it had in Japan and how it just infected, like came over rapidly into the US once we got the anime. Um I think it was hard during those years. I know at least for me to not see things online about Demon Slayer or you know anything related to the characters or just you know it was it was everywhere right. for 2021 it was it, it so. really was but um yeah no i i really wouldn't mess with this list too much because not a lot really came out in 2021 again haven't seen josie and the tiger fish but that is critically acclaimed so yeah. i i probably would like to see it but uh, like I, on the list that is but i don't because i can't say what it is or what how good the movie is i wouldn't put it on the list right yeah, and I don't want to even share my list. Um, one because okay. I feel well, I feel like most of these they're going to be on twenty twenty two, twenty twenty two, and they're all insanely good in terms this, of like quality. Probably the most upsetting year for Academy Awards, especially, but also Golden Globes because yeah. you're looking at the Golden Globe. Let's just jump into twenty. Yeah, we're going to jump into our last year. Here we go. Well. Golden, yeah, other than the fact that Boy in the Heron won this year. Right. Uh, which... 2022, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which was your winner. I have yet to see it, but I hear incredible things and I do want to watch it. I have watched it with my wife. Um, ignoring the fact that, I, if I remember correctly, it's like a two and a half hour film. Yes, it is it's, pretty long. It's long. Um, it was incredibly good. I think. The reason why, and, and this is just my opinion, so please take with it as you will. Take all the salt grains with you. Yep, whatever you want. I think that Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio won because it was such a dark and twisted tale of Pinocchio that it was very shocking, very jarring, but also incredibly beautiful, which is a very hard trifecta to accomplish. And I think, again, Guillermo del Toro is well known for horror and everything that is spooky. So for him to be able to craft this, again, an existing tale, right? And put his own twist on it, but craft it in such a unique way. I, I can't disagree with it. Are there other movies that should have at least been nominated? Yes. Could you oh, argue 100%. that those could you argue that those movies should have won? Absolutely. But I can understand why Pinocchio got the nod. Yes. At the end of and the day. And to continue with the nominations though, yes. we had 
the anime movie, which I thought we both thought was incredible, Inuo. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, but then, yeah, the rest of the list is Marcel the Shell with shoes on, which as much as I love that YouTube bit, <laughs> like I, it's no, why? it's a no. Like, why? you know, you know who made it, right? I don't you know, know who, you know made who it? the creator of Marcel the Shell with shoes on is? No. You're going to fucking laugh. It is, oh God, what's it? Jenny Slate. You're kidding me. It's Jenny Slate. No. Jenny Slate created the YouTube bit back in the day and then they made it into. So yeah, uh, Je- like that's why I'm like, okay, that probably got a nod because she is yeah. a hilarious human being. Yeah. No, I love Jenny Slate, but I. Yeah. So Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which I hear pretty damn good things about. Yeah. And then Turning Red, which if I'm being honest, it was fine. It was fine. It actually had a decent amount of anime uh, Easter eggs in it, references in it, that I enjoyed more than the film itself. My my Um, wife really enjoyed that film. I I liked it enough. It's not a film that I would go back and watch often, but it's it's funny enough the first time. That's just about it. Yeah, and then the Academy Awards replaced Inuo with a movie called The Sea Beast. Which I remember trailers to this, and this looked awful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio won. Here's your list of 2022 movies, which there is a shit ton good. of just like, you know, yeah, Dragon Ball, Bleach, quint- uh, quintessential quintuplets, whatever. But you had Belle, which I thought was a great movie. Not a, a amazing, not perfect, but it was great. It was mm-hmm. a very, very, very good movie. Sing a Bit of Harmony, which I've yet to see, hear good things. Pompo the Cinephile, which I adored. I adored so much. Be- like Throughout the movie, I was like, this is a good movie. Like This is a good movie. This is a good movie. And then the way it ends is like, oh my god, this is, in- this is a great movie. I, like, I have goosebumps right now just thinking about it. Like I, I l- adored this movie. Um... Was it the best? No, but I because of the ending, I really loved it. Mm-hmm. You also had Goodbye Don Gleese, which I absolutely loved. Another anime, that... another anime film that we've reviewed, and I think all agreed that it was good. I, I was probably the only one that was like, you had a bit of not a not as high on nitpick with the ending, like the last arc or act, which I agree the last act does go really quickly. But yeah. again, I absolutely adored it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only movie from well, that has an anime quote unquote tie-in that I will actually like put out there that could have gotten nominated was Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. It is the last Evangelion movie. It is such like if you've watched the original show but you haven't watched the reboot movies, it is a far departure. It is a different story once you hit the halfway point from the movies from the anime. This movie is completely different from the anime show so that's the only reason why i would be like okay i'll i'll include this because of how different it is but telling a similar story mm. um and then you know you have your other tie-ins and whatnot but to me like in the big one here that i'm also kind of not including but i probably should is jujutsu kaisen zero oh that yeah came that out did in 2022. come out in 2022 which that also had its own controversies but you know it is what it is if you don't remember, just look up the how much the actors were paid. But anyways, yeah. moving on. Um, 
if I like, I would replace Marcel, Puss in Boots, and Turning Red with any of those movies that I just mentioned. Absolutely. Like Bell definitely deserved a nod there. Inuo definitely deserved the nod there. Those two cement those in. That was those were the big movies of the year. You can make an an argument for Don Gleese. I think it does rush the third act that maybe that leaves it out. But the way that Pompo ends and the story that it tells, it is very much so like I feel like a Hollywood movie mm-hmm. in the sense of it's just telling the making of a movie that I, I really wish that that got more attention. Yeah. Um, so for me, that would have been my third movie that I threw in there. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I would have to include one more. So yeah, uh, Goodbye Don Gleese would make it in there because Inoa was already nominated. Yeah. But, I think I think the frustrating part of Inoa, because when we we watched it as a, as a group and then reviewed it shortly after, I... It was the first anime film where I was almost speechless at the end because just trying to process the whole film. And if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you go watch it first before, like, don't listen to us idiots talk about it because we just kind of babble on and, and gush about it. it. It is an utterly fantastic movie from how they choreograph different scenes using senses to basically reimagining what trendsetters looked like in in like old period of Japan. Like we're talking, I think it's like based in like period. yeah, I want to say it's based in like the twelve hundreds or thirteen hundreds in Japan. It m- might be later or earlier, I can't remember. But it is it's such a cool reimagination of what a what what it was like to effectively break the mold and and set the new like the next thing for the period that aspect alone was incredible but then you have the the music the sound design the characters the setting the story itself like those are like everything I've said up to this point is just like bits and pieces of the film. Like the story itself is impeccable. Like I could not stop talking about it from like an artistic and cinematic perspective. Like it is one of the best anime films I have ever watched. It it's a shame that it had to go up against Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio because I'm most people when you see that versus a film called Inuo, you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to probably go watch the one with the wooden boy. Cause I don't <laughs> know what the fuck that means. Um, yeah. Like just unfortunate timing. Cause I, I do think that Inuo, if, if you, if you pitted it up last, like if you went back to 2021, right. If that was the year that Inuo came out, I'd be hard pressed to imagine it would lose to Encanto. Like yeah. it, it was a stellar film. Again, please go watch it. Um, I absolutely amazing. So yeah, I mean that alone is a frustrating piece that you're like, damn, it lost to Pinocchio. But then yeah, to see like Marcel the Shell, Puss in Boots, Turning Red on there when we had films like Goodbye Don Gleese and the Evangelion film and Pompo, 
Um, on my Jujutsu list, Kaisen. yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, Bell. Like you have all those other films come out. It is a it is a little bit surprising. Well, it's surprising too because some of these were very very successful films in the U.S. Not to not I mean not to mention how incredibly successful they were in Japan. Like they were for their limited time releases because again these films don't get their their dues here in the U.S. most of the time. they were highly like critically acclaimed, highly regarded, like very stellar reviews in the U S for the short period that they aired. So, yeah, I mean, for those pieces alone, it is, it is very, very annoying to, to see thing, to see these other films on this list. So again, we're not going to review it because obviously we know who won, but it was a very refreshing time to see the boy in the heron and Suzume on this year's list, and obviously The Boy and the Heron winning. It is a great step forward for anime films. It is a fantastic break from the trends we had been seeing in the animated film category. Let's just, it for all the, I know there's one or two of you judges out there that do the Golden Globes, the Academy Awards, and all your other different hoopla celebrations for stuff, all right? I know you're listening or I know you're watching. All right, look at me. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Keep this going. All right. Yeah. We've got we've got 2024 just started. We've got I think like a handful of movies we know are coming out, but the year is the year is young. We've got plenty ahead of us to look forward to for anime films. And so I want to continue to see anime films and other foreign films appreciated and recognized on these lists, you know, in the future and not just fucking, what was the Sean, the shepherd, the Farmageddon penis head, whatever baby. So, yeah. Um, you had mentioned real quick, uh, before we sign off, I know you kind of tied it up nicely that some of these movies did well, um, within the United States compared to like, you know, overall international, um, Mm -hmm. The Bell, let me just make sure I got this correct. Okay, Bell yes. and Inuo yes. were the, or no, sorry, just Bell. Bell was the only movie that did well internationally, uh, that did better internationally than it did domestically here. It made $60 million internationally and only made $4 million domestically here in the United States. Which four million? I mean, that on paper is abysmal. Yes. Even though it's again it has incredible reviews and ratings. Correct. Here's the kicker. Oh boy. Inuo, grossed overall. You want to take a guess how much overall it made worldwide? In worldwide. I'm gonna go a low number because I feel like it's a low number in my heart. I'm gonna say like fifty-eight mil. Oh, buddy, you're way off. $484,000. It did It did so much better in the United States than it did internationally. Whoa. International, it made $132 million domestically, $351 million. Goodbye, Don Gleese. Wait, wait, you wait, wait. Take Are a... you saying million or a thousand? You said Sorry, a thousand, thousand, thousand. You're right. It only, so $350,000? Domestically like here you, in the in United, United States. States. And then internationally, 
it made 132,000. This these numbers are being pulled by the way from uh, Box Office Mojo by IMDb. So, okay. So uh, the only other site that I'm on is the numbers, and this is for Goodbye Donglis. Do you want to guess how much that grossed worldwide? I it has to be also like shittily like I'm gonna say three hundred thousand. One hundred two thousand. <laughs> International sixteen thousand. Domestic eighty six thousand. So they uh, they only really succeeded when they went to streaming services. Which Not a, I, none I mean, of these really went to streaming services other than I, maybe well, you know what? Stop. But Siri decided to chime in there. I don't know why. No, I don't know. <laughs> she was but like, yeah, I'm going to get no, involved. It did not do, like, none of these really did particularly well other than Bell. And then Pompo, Pompo the Cinephile. Do you want to take a guess as to that one? No, like $2. I don't know. It's 186000 yeah. with 22000 international and but, 164 domestic. But, uh, but I mean, for the fact that Eno was on this list, it was, it had to have been yeah. just recognized through. The streaming services. I will. I will also note. This is my last parting words before we sign off. This episode is a bit longer than usual. I so don't know if these actually. Um, real quick, I don't think these numbers include Japan because I'm I, looking no, at there's this. No, there's no way. There's no way it would include in Japan. It has to be everything outside. It has to be like when they say international, it's every everything outside of the country of like the origination country, so, which would be Japan. Yeah, you know, it says for uh, non-domestic, it's France, Russia, and United Kingdom. Yeah, which... I, I can't tell you for Goodbye Don Gleese, um, yeah. Pompo, Re- can't tell you. Regard- oh, United Kingdom and Australia. Regardless, though, I-, I will note that the movies that you had mentioned, um, all of them, from what I remember... Because this is this is when, at least here in the United States, COVID restrictions were lifting and people started to go out a little bit more. So movie theaters were actually having people back in. Thankfully, that's because I do remember seeing Jujutsu Kaisen uh, in theater. Um, these the other movies though, I could not find in a theater remotely near me and i'm talking like i looked 50 plus miles away from me and still was getting zilch so that's that's a huge error on it just the domestic um like availability in cinemas to watch these films because like the boy and the heron it had a slow release based on the theaters but i the moment that it was available in the u.s i saw it at a local theater and i think i can still go out to theaters and see it to this day and it's been now what three and a half weeks yeah it's still showing it's still showing in my area too i can go watch it as well yeah so that's a huge difference too and again it's we're talking studio ghibli highly acclaimed studio i mean most everyone walking this planet knows or at least has heard the name Ghibli or Ghibli. But for a lot of these other films who have studios that many people in the U.S. don't know, many directors who the people in the U.S. don't know, it's harder to be like, hey, can we show our film in your theaters for X amount of, you know, days, weeks, or a month? And then you're like, they're like, we'll give you two days in a remote location in Iowa, and they're like, "Good enough." <laughs> so that's that's, an, that's another issue too. Like I, I I do think that, and I'm I'm hopeful with the success of the Boy and the Heron, and the fact that Susan May also got nominated, that 
we will see a growth or at least a, an expansion of theaters showing these films when they do get their release in the United States and elsewhere too. I do feel like, you know, other areas of the world, um, you know, other large markets like France, we've already, we've already talked about how France is the number two country actually in the world for manga sales. So they have a very obviously large population that also enjoys this type of media. It, it, it would be nice to see a steady growth in content being readily available to those who want to see it in theater and not just have to wait for it to hit streaming services like we like I had to and like many others have to for a lot of these other films so again the the you Golden Globe Academy Award judges and other influential people out there who definitely listen to this podcast or watch us on YouTube <laughs> do your jobs make it happen yeah. Do the things. Do the things. And speaking of doing the things, do you want me to do the int- exit? Sure, you have the script. Sure, I don't have and a script. I'm I just tired. I just say it every time <laughs> off the top of my head. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. We are here every Wednesday uh, giving you new content, talking about whatever we want to talk about, and then reviews every other Friday. So we will have a new review out this Friday, and I've already spoiled Yay. it. It's for Castle in the Sky. Um, But we will be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode. So until then, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Baka! Baka nano.